Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Alone in studio today, producer Terry Clark is away for a couple of weeks. She is getting ready for her upcoming wedding. And thereafter, she's going to take a little short honeymoon. So I'm going to have to do the show by myself for a couple of weeks. It should be fun. You know, it's like old times when I used to do the show by myself. I'm sort of looking forward to the change. There are actually a lot of changes going on with the show. Uh, One of the big things that's coming up in the upcoming weeks as well is the fact that we are now officially going to have a steeping around website. It's a totally redesigned look for us. It's going to have not only the radio show, but also a lot of blogs, a place for photos, a place where you can put in photos, places that you've been caught steeping around, as it were. There'll be, of course, photos of us, but also there's going to be video, how-to videos, videos of the show and different types of things. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be a great change and a real improvement on some of the things that we're going to be doing. Also, we are going to be changing topics. The last few weeks, we've been talking about gadgets. Last year, I did a show, I think it was in the first week of October, on green tea, specifically about health and green tea. And for a long time, that was actually the most downloaded show that we had on iTunes and one of the most listened to shows on the Food Radio Network. So it was really a popular one, and a lot of you folks really enjoyed that show. So the topic of tea and health really seems to be one of interest. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you also know that I have kind of an interest in tea and health. I speak at the Arizona Center of Integrative Medicine once a year, and we teach tea to doctors who are in the fellowship there learning about tea and its medicinal qualities. I get to speak with a very vibrant, wonderful woman by the name of Dr. Tarone Lodog. And in fact, I also study with her. She's one of America's preeminent herbalists as well as a fabulous physician. A couple weeks ago, I was in Santa Fe learning about herbal teas and herbal medicine from her. So I kind of have a penchant for this type of topic. I love the topic of health and wellness and vibrant living. So this kind of was something that's always been a point of interest for me, and and I wanted to do more with it. Well, the opportunity came up for kind of, I'd call it almost like a perfect storm. I also sit on the editorial board of Fresh Cup Magazine, which is kind of the premier magazine for coffee and tea in our industry. And they asked me to write a couple of articles on tea and health. So in September, I've got an 1,800-word article going in, and then October, a second installment of that. So we've got these big articles going in Fresh Cup magazine, and if you want to see them, you can go to www.freshcup.com. I don't think the September issue is up yet, but it will be here in the next couple of days. And so because we were doing these articles, and because I was in Santa Fe studying with Dr. Lodog, I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could do some shows on tea and health? So for the next eight weeks, as part of like this total package, the written stuff on Fresh Cup, things that are going up on the new website, and all of the audio that I got speaking with Dr. Lodog, we're basically going to talk about the health benefits of tea for the next eight or nine weeks. Now, I know that seems like a lot, but there's a lot to cover. We are going to talk about the history of tea and the history of health and well-being. We're going to get into the actual chemistry of tea. Now, I kind of failed chemistry in high school, but I don't think that was totally my fault. The class was like literally right after lunch, and I was always sleepy. And if I was 
wasn't sleepy, there was this really cute girl sitting in front and sort of off to the right for me. And if I could even be awake, my concentration was not on my instructor. So it was a bad time. But nonetheless, my chemistry, while never good, will be fun. I think you'll really enjoy getting into the specific components of tea and finding out what each of them does for you and your health and well-being. And then we're going to spend a few weeks talking about the specific things that tea is actually good for going into some of the historical data that we have and some of the new data. So going into all of these topics will really be very interesting as we're going to dive into detail over all the things that tea is good for. So when we come back, I'm going to begin by talking about the history of health, the history of tea, how those things come together. And we're actually going to cover kind of a surprising fact that you may not have thought of when it comes to tea and health. So stick around. I'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled. No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, Yerba Mate and Puer Tea. Yerba Mate is strong and grassy, while Puer is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, Yerba Mate and Puer, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of mayatea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on mayatea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Talking about all things tea and history and health, it seems so interesting that today, if somebody gets sick, it's just natural to go to the doctor, have them examine you, produce a prescription, and head to the drugstore to get some pharmaceuticals produced by a company that specializes in that. You know, and truth be told, that practice is really quite a new one. Less than 100 years old, really, if you think about it. Prior to that, most humans got their medicine from Mother Nature. Now think about it. Like 5,000 years ago, if somebody got sick, they didn't just sit on their hands. They decided that they wanted some relief from their symptoms. They looked for cures and things that would help them. Where would they find them? The only place they really had to turn to look, Mother Nature. And so the history of herbal medicine 
and looking to Mother Nature for plants that were helpful is certainly a long one, and particularly it was an oral tradition. Now, about 3,000 years ago, the Chinese with their traditional Chinese medicine and then Indians with Ayurveda started sort of documenting the plant and herbal kingdom in terms of the various benefits and the things that would be good for you. Now, both traditions have an emphasis that says, hey, you know, the stuff that you eat and you drink, that's really important for your body and your well-being. They really both treat food as medicine, not only the food that you drink and eat regularly, but also the things that you should be taking when you are not feeling well. So this emphasis on what you're eating and drinking is a very important one in those traditions. Now, how does tea fit into all this? Well, before we get into that, I want to make sure one thing is clear. When we're talking about tea and health, I'm not talking about herbal teas. Now, we spent weeks talking about various herbal teas in great detail. Right now, though, for the next few weeks, we're actually going to only be focusing on Camellia sinensis and Camellia sinensis asamica. That's what black, green, white, and oolong teas are made out of, and we're going to focus on the health benefits of just that. Now, the history of Camellia sinensis is really quite an amusing one. Tea was actually discovered by a Chinese emperor by the name of Sheng Nun. Now, he was quite a sanitary fellow, and he was prone to boiling his water before drinking it. Now, that's probably a quite a good practice because back then, you know, water wasn't always sanitary. Now, one time when his water was boiling, a couple of leaves fell into his pot of boiling water. And rather than remove them and throw away the water, he went ahead and drank that concoction. Now, it happened to be those leaves from the Camellia sinensis plant. He liked the way it tasted. He liked the way it made him feel. And thus, his love of tea was born. Now, it's important that Sheng Nun discovered tea. Because he was not only a sanitary fellow, he was also very interested in tea and health. In fact, he wrote a work called Shengnan Ben Kao Jing, which was a compilation of descriptions of all kinds of medicinal plants. Now, the text no longer exists, but it originally had three volumes. The first volume had a list of all the plants that were harmless for you. The second one were a list of plants that could be medicinal, but might also be a little toxic. And then he had a third volume of things that he considered poisonous. Now, there is a little concern here because he did put like peaches in that third volume. So I suspect he was probably allergic to them because they're certainly not poisonous. So there's some room for interpretation on some of the things that he put in his volume. But the main thing to be aware of is the fact that he tried a bunch of different things in the world that he lived in, all the plants, and tested them to see if they were poisonous or not. So this was one very dedicated fellow. Now, what is more interesting is the fact that anytime he came across something that he thought was poisonous, he used tea as its antidote. So he was definitely very focused on the health benefits of tea. And really, that's where it starts. The medicinal qualities, the love of tea for its health benefits begins by the very same person who discovers it, which is a very interesting fact. When we get back, I've got a couple more interesting facts about tea and health that you may not have thought of. So stay with me. I'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hello 
everyone, this is Nick coming at you from the Maya Tea Company. Although most of my work is limited to assisting the company at the local Tucson farmers markets, the benefits in working in and around the Maya Tea Company are many. When I first started to work here, it dawned on me that they had a huge supply of yerba mate, which just happens to be my favorite stimulating beverage. It felt as though I was right at home. When I used to do a lot of travel and keeping long hours playing in a band and going to college, yerba mate was my beverage of choice. I've been drinking yerba mate for years now and I appreciate that it doesn't make me quite as jittery as coffee. It has a host of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, and the list goes on. Working for the Maya Tea Company in the Tucson Farmers Markets requires that you are on your A-game at all times. And for me, yerba mate is the perfect beverage to assist with that. So the next time you're in the market for purchasing some of the finest yerba mate, visit us at mayatea.com and don't forget to enter the coupon code STEEP to receive 15% off. Thank you so much. We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. As we do cover this very large topic of tea and health, it's expected that you probably have some questions. If you'd like to send one to me, the easiest way to do so is via email. My email address is steep at myat.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at myat.com. If you're a fan of the show, please fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as The Maya Tea Company. And as always, please visit our website, www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. We covered earlier the fact that Sheng Nun discovered tea and was quite thrilled with its medicinal benefits. And after that, tea spreads throughout Asia as a result of Buddhist monks. Now, they take the plant and they take it with them from monastery to monastery and plant the seeds. They were thrilled by the way it made them feel and how it helped them stay focused and alert during their meditations. And as tea does spread around the world throughout Europe and then to North America and South America, everywhere it goes, tea becomes good for something else. Now, modern science has proven some of those things not to exactly be true. But why would tea have such a great and storied history of healing? Well, one of the things may have nothing to do with the leaf itself, and that's really an interesting fact. It may be more to do with the water. Now, think about it. Back in those days, not all the water was sanitary. So, in order for you to drink sanitary water, you had to boil it. And if you've ever tasted boiled water, it does not taste good. So some people were maybe perhaps prone to not boiling it or maybe even not drinking enough water. So you might have conditions of dehydration or people who are drinking unsanitary water. Now this tea leaf comes along and everybody's boiling more water, drinking more tea. They're getting the health benefits from the tea leaf but they're also getting the health benefits from the fact that they're drinking water that is sanitized, and by drinking more water, they're also more hydrated. Who's to say that all of those purported health benefits that tea received, even if ultimately not true, weren't a result of the fact that people were drinking more water and water that was more sanitary for them? Something definitely to think about. 
In the upcoming weeks, we are, though, going to get into the specifics of what tea is good for, and we're going to begin our discussion talking about the actual components in tea that make it so good for you. The first one I want to get after is an antioxidant. In fact, next week's show is all about antioxidants. Try this one on for size, epigallocatechin gallate, better known as EGCG. It's the one component that probably makes tea the potent powerhouse that it is, and it's gotten a lot of press as a result. Next week, we're going to dive into this compound and talk about what it really is and what it's really good for. So you'll definitely want to tune in for that show. I want to thank you folks for listening this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. And please remember, steeping around is a very healthy thing to do. See you next week. Thank you.